A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. Two unlikely friends take on the world. Well, I've had the worst week in a very long time. Can we just start with the new Dan concert? Uh, we, I mean, we can. Do you want to do that? Fine, let's do that. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. Hi, welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. I'm James, I'm gay, and that's Dan. He's non-gay. Before we get into everything that I want to get into, because I've got a lot of tea that I need to spill, we're going to give Dan a safe space to ask our community something that's been troubling him, but we can't be offended. Yeah, this is our favourite feature. Normally we do it live, but we can't do anything live at the minute. It's Things Dan Can't Say! Things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say. He's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say. He's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say. Can gay people stop this incessant overuse of the word iconic? Because it's just gone too far. <laughs> you just killed the word. <laughs> By your standards, what I just said is iconic. but No, but, it's not. But of it's, course it's it isn't. Uh, no, it's not iconic. It's the opposite of iconic. But some people are sitting there going, that's really iconic, and that's the problem. I need to know what you mean by it's gone too far. Where's it gone too far? Well, there's icon, by definition, is like elite, a rarity. So Madonna is an icon, for example. Bruce Thank Springsteen you. is an icon, objectively. Nobody on a reality TV show is iconic. You've got to be around for like decades and decades and decades, have an actual long-term career-spanning impact to be an icon. And I therefore... think there's a difference between being an icon and being iconic. What's your problem with it? You've drained it of all meaning now. I don't think we have. I think you've just, you're just annoyed that we've appropriated the word from your... No, I don't care. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't care about that. Say Madonna's an icon all day long. She is. There's plenty of people within, if you, within the LGBTQ plus community who are I- iconic. Harvey Milk is an, is an icon. But so, someone off The Only Way I mean, is not. It's yeah, but not... You, okay, you can't compare Harvey Milk to Gemma Collins. That's not what we're doing when we call someone iconic. To be fair, though, she is an she is an icon. She's, she's not. I think this is a big. I think this is a bigger question, though, because actually, I think gay people, because we've struggled, we form attachments to people that we see struggling to. So quite often, we will stand for an iconic pop star like Lisa Scott Lee from Steps, because when she did solo material, it didn't go very high in the charts. So that is familiar to our struggle. Therefore iconic and i think that's where it comes from i think it's related to our struggle and when we see other people struggling we see that as iconic (laughs) because they're fighting they're still going yeah but gemma collins was the right word well i mean like gemma collins you know she's fallen through a stage she's not had a great love life she calls herself a diva as a way of shielding herself from her insecurities so therefore that is iconic no one's comparing these people to Freddie Mercury. Yeah, but you are. That's no, the problem. No, but we're not. But we're not. You need to make that clear. You need a different word. What word? Well, I don't know. You come up with it yourselves and let me know. Well, no, we've already decided to use iconic. Yeah, but so you, if you've got a problem it, with it, you need to give us a new word. <laughs> Tell that to Sonia from EastEnders. Sonia from EastEnders is iconic. No, she's not. As what, I said. Can you explain to me the appeal of Sonia from EastEnders? It's because, like I said, you know, she's, she's been through a lot. Yeah, but so is Ian Beale. Yeah, but like, he's a man, so he, he doesn't really get that label. Men aren't really iconic. I mean, well, tell that to Bruce Springsteen. But he's not iconic. He's an icon. You would never say that Bruce Springsteen was iconic. You would say he's an icon. 
I'd use the word seminal rather than iconic. Right, exactly. Because... And actually, people have said to me, you need to st- stop using that word so much because you are draining the meaning from it, which right. is, I accept. Well, thanks for your thoughts, Dan. That's things Dan can't say. <laughs> Can we talk about mental health, suicidal thoughts, Megan, racism, and women not feeling safe yet? If you want to. I've been dying to talk to you about this, Dan. Have you? It's... Yeah, because it's been really upsetting me for over a week now. It started with Megan's iconic interview where... Well, that was less than a week ago, so that seems unlikely, but anyway. Well, it will be over a week ago by the time this episode comes out. And I, if you really want to know, I am I know where I'm at, so I know I'll still be in that place on Wednesday. Thanks okay, for checking. Cool. All hell has broken loose. Yeah, so firstly, we don't, Honestly, we don't need... A no, I know. Yet. I'm just kind of going through my mental journey with it. I, I just was like, whoa, someone's describing suicide in the way I would describe it. And that was quite shocking because when people talk about mental health, they're not really talking about it. But Megan was really talking about it. And that really hit me. And then seeing the reaction to that, as we mentioned last week, hit me even worse because everyone was just calling her a liar. And then since then, the incredibly sad news about Sarah Everard came out and women everywhere are sharing their stories of how they've been abused by men. So as a queer person, as a gay person, I have a lot of thoughts on that. But you are a straight man. I think it's really important that you talk about it. So that 97% of women in the UK have been sexually harassed. That's not new information. It's not surprising. I guess I've been around more straight men than you have, I imagine. And as a straight man, I know, A, how awful some other straight men are. I've seen it at work, especially when I used to work in nightclubs and how some men talk to women. And I guess we also know, or at least should know, that B, we need to look after the girls and women in our life and do something about this stuff when we see it because it's awful behavior but what you're saying is that you aren't surprised and that is exactly how women are describing it they've normalized all of this stuff they haven't spoken up on it because it's just part of everyday life and you're saying the same thing i find that so alarming we talk about queer people not being safe all the time on this podcast and actually right now in this moment i feel that women are part of that they are part of the queer community you've said to me that sometimes you've deliberately crossed over the road so that you are not walking behind a woman because you don't want that woman to be afraid i didn't know by the way that women felt like that until my friend Catherine explained it to me like five years ago and i was like wow i feel like that too i didn't realize women were afraid to walk down the street no one had ever told me that I don't really know what we do about that other than talk about it and educate men better. But, you know, like we've discussed before, when people say something homophobic, if you're straight and you're in that situation, would you correct them? I think you would. I think you'd say, oh, you shouldn't say that. Yeah. So would you do that? If someone was like having full locker room banter. Describe what that means. I don't know. The only example I have is, oh, when you're famous, you can grab anyone's pussy. They don't care. That's an incredibly I mean, yeah, example. I mean, yeah, well, I can't. I just can't imagine being in that situation. <laughs> but isn't that crazy too? Like that was normalized. People were yeah, just like, "Yeah, course. that happens all the time. It's fine." Why do we live in a world where all of this stuff is just fine? I was chatting to my friend Mel. Uh, Mel was telling me a story about a girlfriend of hers who'd been to the police station after an incident, and the police replied, "Well, you shouldn't have been out walking alone at that time of night." Oh, I'm sorry. Is there a curfew for women? Yeah. And actually, shouldn't they be curfewing all straight men? 
because actually that would solve a lot of problems but no one's explaining that no one's talking about it and everyone's just going oh yeah well that happens even you just now and that's fine to say no, that but i'm not saying oh it happens and it's great you're not giving it no of course you're not but you are saying oh yeah no i i, I expect to see that that's normal i see i see women looking scared walking down the street all the time all the time we that's all do horrible. and like i say like across the road like I, I wear a hood as a default and i will take that down a lot of the time because i know what that looks like that is so heartbreaking, Dan, to hear that you see women looking scared all the time. I mean, that's that's nearly brought me to tears. But thankfully, what is happening is that people are now hopefully listening to these stories and people will continue to speak up because, Dan, like, people don't often speak out. They don't speak up. And I can only speak from my experience, but I, I think it's because we carry this shame we all carry this shame around. And and gay men feel that because of Section 28 and the AIDS epidemic and being told we're an abomination. And we carry this shame. We feel embarrassed about who we are and we think we deserve pain, right? And women carry that too. They think because they're a girl that they deserve it. And they're told routinely that they deserve it or that it's their fault. And it, and it isn't. And that shame is there to put to keep us down. That is not it's not ours to carry. That's other people's shit. Now this this isn't a revelation to me, but it kinda is because I've never seen this sort of level of I've never seen these stories before. Women haven't spoken about this to me. They've not told me these stories. And so I'm pretty heartbroken. And then hearing from you, like women are scared and and you literally just said, you know, we all see women scared around us all the time. I don't think I've noticed that. And that might make me a bad person or a bad man well you, to be honest you're probably not scary to them like i am something i actually do is i mention in, in almost any situation with any girl i'll make reference to my girlfriend as a sort of way of saying I'm, I'm just being friendly i saw a tweet from someone saying um you know as gay people is there any way we can make women know that we're gay and therefore not predatory towards them and i think that's really i think that's really interesting but then wearing a badge that says don't worry i'm gay is going to invite a lot of attention that we don't want either and that's horrific because obviously you don't want him to hit anyone but this stuff is all so scary and what if a straight guy lies about that to someone even when i talk to girls sometimes i get the impression that they're scared and i do what i can to diffuse the situation i don't think i've ever spoken to a woman and felt that they were scared of me it must be yeah that, that, happens that must all the be time. heartbreaking i don't mind that because i understand i get it but it shouldn't be like that women should not be scared I think that is so awful. It kind of, it makes me really annoyed. Just side note, it makes me really angry at TERFs because they have exactly the same fears. We need to look after each other. We need to stand together. And at the moment, I feel as though we're the LGBTQF community because we always have been that in a way anyway i have so many girlfriends way more than i expect a straight man would have all right lad lads on top and so maybe we are more connected than i realized here's something that i didn't notice though and i want to put my hand up on this i was in paris one night and my friend had met this guy out and this guy was out with his girlfriend so obviously i got left with the girlfriend we all leave the club and I'm just chatting to the girl while my friend is chatting to the guy. Now, they drop back during this walk, and I know what's happening. I'm like, okay, these two are obviously 
hooking up in the street right. and i'm still with the girl and i just wanted to get back to my hotel room so i could sleep so in the end i was like look don't wait for him because they're just they're having sex so you should just go home and i just without a thought was like okay cool see you later and left this girl in the middle of paris i, di- I didn't it didn't even occur to me that that might not be okay and the reason for that is because I guess I'm so busy feeling that I'm not okay. Like I didn't really notice. I, it's indefensible though, but I'd just never been told. It's just something you pick up. I mean, I've, I'm sure I've done that and some girls don't want you to walk them to the door. With that, you've got the added issue that it appears that you are trying to sleep with them. You're, you're like angling for an invite. Not in. as a gay person, surely. No. I mean, co- she's just seen well, me getting off with this bloke. I mean, she doesn't know I'm not bisexual, but... Yeah, true. But as a straight person, you've got you have that to diffuse if you if you can i guess i just realized like i'm never gonna i'm never gonna assume other people are safe i might not bother texting you to check your you get home okay but <laughs> in fact what if i if I, maybe i should start doing that would you like that <laughs> I, not really because i'd probably be asleep and just miss it and then like cause a panic i've definitely done that too i mean that's definitely happened with me and my gay friends and, and i'll be i'll wake I, up worried like they've still not replied they've still not replied are they okay and then of course they're okay they've just fallen asleep on some chicken but and when i say yeah. chicken i literally mean meat not a young gay person some good news to end yeah. on conversion therapy will be banned and i quote shortly <laughs> so liz trust the equalities minister as she's now being called the inequalities minister has said that conversion therapy will be banned shortly over to dan the, the use of the word shortly i hate the word shortly i hate the word soon i hate any vague any vague mentions of anything well of i loved your tweet about how it's the same as saying yeah we'll have drinks soon or yeah let's we must have coffee soon darling yes drinks dinner soon yeah, love yeah. it like it never happens it's exactly that conversion therapy is getting banned shortly fuck off <laughs> give me a date give me a plan and i'll like like give me a date or a plan for a drink or a coffee i'll let you know if i'm there give me a plan for when conversion therapy is getting banned because it's approaching a thousand days since you last since two consecutive prime ministers have promised it's going to be banned so don't come at me with shortly spill that tea that's why i've had such a traumatic week because it was like the whole world was just like here's some racism here's some misogyny here's transphobia here's gay conversion therapy here's suicidal thoughts like all of these huge issues that i think we've pretty much been discussing for five years on this podcast all came to a head in the midst of a pandemic where we're all just trying to do our best anyway and it was it's yeah. just been wildly triggering and way too much. So sending love to everyone that's affected by everything that's going on in the world at the minute. Get in touch with us if you need us. We're here. I actually haven't finished ranting about the use of the word shortly. Okay, we look, get back to that. We'll get to that shortly, Dan. And by shortly, we mean 6 a.m. GMT. Next Wednesday. Wednesday, the 21st of March. Well, Dan, I think that was quite an iconic episode. What about you? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening babes do the admin and support gay and non-gay visit gaynongay.com slash donate